0: Oh, no, not this question. I hate this question. No, I've gotten it wrong in every single trivia.
1: Welcome to Things I Got Wrong, your general trivia podcast with a healthy dose of internet and media things. I'm Ryan Bott.
0: I'm Rachel Miller.
2: I'm Stuart Hopkins.
1: And I'm so glad we planned who was going where as we did that this round. (laughs) <laughs> Anyways, uh, we, me and Rachel, we just got back from actually our own a trivia night of our own with an intellectual property law group, which was kind of insane. We really uh, fun. It was really fun. It was a blast, and there were a lot of cool people there, all lawyers and people. But every round, there was a music round, but it was four rounds, and it was like copyright, trademark music and patents and they were super tough
0: <laughs> they're very tough they were made for a crowd that should know a lot of the answers
1: and yet they were all like they were still very media heavy like it was a lot of um which we actually have a couple questions i had grabbed from it but they were a lot of like What actress, or what song, like, you might know this song as interfering with having had uh, four copyright claims against it in the last, you know, since it came out. But which platinum hit was this? Uh, A lot of stuff like that. Um it's, a little It's bit. your
0: job as a lawyer to kind of keep track of what's going on in the legal field. Like if the Supreme Court's ruling on things like I need to know what this next season, what they're ruling on in my field, because if it has an impact on my practice, I need to know. So my clients aren't impacted or
2: I mean, versa. it's the same thing. It's the same thing with web developers of keeping up with like, oh, well, Laravel is changing to this or like NPM, you know, now does this on the latest version or whatever. It's like, I mean, <laughs> this is true. This is very true. This yeah, true. There's we don't have an influence of media. It's oh. Squarespace. It's everything is Squarespace.
1: <laughs> Although it is funny you brought up Bruno Mars because one of the questions was something to the effect of... Like, this album, or this song, I guess it was this album that it's went... It's the song. The, I guess, okay, you're right. It was this song that went diamond in, like, 2016, has had four different copyright claims brought against it, including, and it went, like, four or, or so random songs that were, like, from the 70s, but the song was it's, recorded previous to that, and it was Bruno Mars's Uptown Funk. I was going to say it was Uptown Funk, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it really was.
0: And it wasn't the song that a lot of people thought it was. It wasn't Blurred Lines because that's the famous lawsuit.
1: A lot of people thought it was Robin Thicke's Blurred Lines. Yeah, it was a
0: big lawsuit, but it's like it's your job to know.
1: Yeah, it's one of the few that does or did. You can go. Boy, this is a good trivia question, too. Yeah. You can go gold, which is a hundred thousand. You can go platinum, which is a million. You can go. Double, triple, quadruple, platinum, so on, up to ten million, and then I think you go, you either go ruby or diamond. Ruby might be one, but I don't remember. It's been a while since I watched MTV Cribs and I saw (laughs) the hallway with all those plaques. But there's a good one in there. But one of the questions, or I have two questions from the event, so particularly to Mark and Stu, although Rachel could answer, but I think she probably will have forgotten the answers by now. So the first question. Good. Oh, I was going to say, the first question I latched on to was, uh, what is the first president to hold a patent? And this president is also the first president not to be, uh, not to have been born in one of the 13 original colonies. Hmm.
0: It's patent number 6,000 and something. I don't recall.
2: Is this an actual trivia question? Are we playing?
1: Uh, well, we're just, we're just having fun. We're just having fun. We're warming up. So the first president born, not born in one of the 13 original colonies, uh, was what tipped it to me. Cause I had no idea about who was a lawyer and who, who, uh, prosecuted and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't John Adams. Madison. It wasn't Madison again, I don't know, uh, yeah, like a lot of these guys somehow all were in law or were businessmen or something like that. But uh, it was, Ken- I, I believe Kentucky, if I remember right, born in Kentucky, it was Abraham Lincoln. It was
2: Lincoln? No yeah. way.
1: Lincoln was a prosecutor to the best of my knowledge. I, I didn't, unfortunately, I didn't do enough research right before in the 20 minutes we've had since <laughs> at home but um the yeah yeah definitely <laughs> the patent was uh buoying vessels over shoals it was like it was a patent it was a design patent i believe for buoying like don't even i've never said that word with an ing behind it <laughs> buoying like a buoy buoying vessels over shoals which was like a way of just like propping up boats and according to the trivia guy who was speaking it actually was more of a hindrance and it actually caused like more damage and it was less effective <laughs> because <laughs> boy of the way they were built
0: good patents doesn't patent doesn't equal good invention
1: <laughs> yeah and then uh the other one was uh technology it was Apple's patent infringement case, uh, these are paraphrased, but Apple's patent infringement case over Samsung, uh, over the iPad, uh, used what sci-fi movie released in 1968 as its basis for prior art? Yeah, Mark. It was 2001 Space Odyssey. It was a big deal. (laughs) We actually, yeah, we got it wrong, and it was my own dumb ignorance that that missed it because i totally gapped on space odyssey and we actually wrote a space odyssey down and i was like that's not the name it's 2001 space odyssey and i'm almost certain it was it came out in the 90s and i don't know why i was thinking that but it totally our our,
0: um our team did the same thing the patent lawyer in our group uh, a good friend of mine um he was like it's got to be 2001 space odyssey and then he was like but no it definitely didn't come back then don't put that down don't put that down <laughs> and so we're like yeah. okay well what could have come out well the war of the worlds movie came out at some point in we that thought time. War
1: of the words were the worlds too and then but we were like or i was mostly the other team weren't very movie savvy and I mean, i'm not really either which says a lot yeah yeah so they proved so yeah, prior, prior, prior art. art so the tablets that are on that spaceship or whatever they like they use that to say essentially there was prior art like it was already publicly acknowledged that things like this exist so when design patents came out over samsung those were used as you know kind of leverage
0: exactly and design patents like because they were challenging the design so they could say they don't need to show that it worked just like an ipad but the fact that it looked just like an ipad has a lot of bearing
2: cool it tablet. was, um,
0: it was, uh, the last one was over like the curvature of like the corners <laughs> and stuff here.
2: like that. <laughs> well, well, I'm just saying like, I mean, the, not even just like a tablet, it was like a device, like a, like a stone tablet, like it's just, it's a shape.
1: <laughs> it's, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Which. Right. Right. Right.
2: With, with curved edges. <laughs> yeah.
1: Although I was super excited when that question started because you always get like the idea of what you think the answer is going to be. And as soon as they said like Apple over Samsung, I was like rounded buttons. I know yeah, that everything tech, is rounded, rounded corners buttons, rounded corners and it, it wasn't that and we get it wrong. it's one of those like almost minor what like you touch it right but it's like almost minority report where it's like this huge like it almost looks like a monitor in front of you yeah I guess minority reports more the invisible but like the size of it yeah
0: I'm looking it up right now <laughs>
1: But it was super fun. And Stu, I also heard that you, uh, or not you, but your wife was involved in some cool trivia tonight as well. She was. uh, She went
2: to a pub for Harry Potter trivia. And she and her mom and their group took first place, uh, which I think this is like the eighth time that they've taken first place, um, which is really cool. They're apparently very, very good at Harry Potter trivia.
1: (laughs) That's amazing. Is it always Harry Potter trivia or like Uh,
2: the one that they go to is, yeah. So I think it's once a month that they do Harry Potter trivia on, uh, on a Thursday night and they go, I mean, they go every month, they go every month that they can and kick ass every time.
1: That's awesome. Did you, have you talked to her? Do you know if there's any cool questions that came out of it?
2: Um, not for this round in particular, but I know that one of the questions was like, how many words is the fourth book or something like that that was like the final answer question and they were within like it was ridiculous
1: that's really cool
0: that's amazing
1: there yeah. maybe spoiler alert there actually may be a couple harry potter questions in this quiz i hope it'll be them. well served <laughs> uh yeah it is one book it's the two book movies, yes one book. yeah But I guess there's also, there's multiple, there's the whole beast, uh, crap, I don't know the names of them, but like the, the beast. Yeah. Yeah. But the actual, like, it's like a physical textbook. It's supposed to look like one of the books from Hogwarts.
2: Right. No, they don't talk about that
1: shit. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's non-canon. Yeah. I guess, what is the story? It's it's not even the kid right it's it's right it is the kid like
2: it's something to do with snape um i honestly don't know i don't know Mm -hmm. much Aaron explained it to me one time um and i can't remember no so she's read them she's read them all of them through uh, at least a couple of times certain ones she's read you know like a dozen times um, she certainly watched the movies. I mean, too many times to count. I think she saw the sixth movie eight times in theaters alone. Oh uh, Yeah, and th- I mean that was more of just like, hey, I, I want to go see it. You know, like it's just fun. Um, you know, she's not like super obsessed with it or anything like that. It's just that she clearly. remembers. Yeah, clearly, she she just remembers it all. Seven, <laughs> Seven books, books, Mark. Seven books, man <laughs> <laughs> They did Infinity Gauntlet the shit out of Star Wars though There was a lot more that was canon And then Disney bought it And it was like, yep, nope, all this is garbage Because Jesus Ooh. Oh my And I, I I haven't seen a single one of them <laughs> I, not, not proud the of that The
0: only one I can remember by heart Is the one with the flute Because I love Love no. Go away. No. <laughs>
1: Go away. That's amazing. Oh, that's I am...
0: amazing. That's by far one of the best TV episodes I've ever seen. My my dad will rewatch oh, it on wait. occasion because my dad's a trekkie and like it's amazing.
2: I have
1: seen that one. <laughs> oh my oh man. <laughs> Shatner, who's spent the last 20 years of his life being a con goer, you know, just purely to sign autographs and stuff like that. That's really funny. That's pretty cool.
0: That's that's really cool. Like, it's by... um, Ryan. if you haven't seen it, it is, like, by far one of the best TV episodes actually, I think regarded as one of the best TV episodes made of all time.
1: Nice. I don't know if I've seen that episode. I mean, I've seen a handful of them. Like I don't call I wouldn't consider myself a Trekkie. Although, I mean, I I appreciate it and I like it and I want to watch more of it, but you know, like I know the lore and the Canon better than just through, you know, like just internet culture more than I know the shows themselves. But it's on the this list. Is, the Inner
2: Light was the one episode that I actually have seen because my brother got into Star Trek and he was like, "Well, if you're going to watch any one of them, then you need to watch this one." And so he showed it to me, which I mean, at the end of it I was like, I kind of had to sit there for a little bit. Like it was, it was a lot to take in. Nice. I'm not going to I'm not going to say what it is cuz I don't want to ruin it for Ryan. Sure.
1: Awesome. Well, Star <laughs> Trek is <laughs> Some Star Trek, some Doctor Who, which I am woefully behind on. And, uh, uh, no Doctor Who
0: questions, please. <laughs> yeah, I would.
2: I would not have anything. I know what uh, a Tardis is.
1: <laughs> None of that in today's episode. Uh, but this is actually—I said yet yeah, last episode was the very second episode ever. Uh, this is actually the very second ever episode, and we have—it's uh, called a beta. That's right. We'll we'll pepper in the (laughs) questions again, some point, maybe with some, some guest hosts as as time goes on. But, uh, for today, this is episode two. We have four rounds of awesome questions. Uh, each round has a slightly different theme and style, and we'll explain it as we get there. Each round, the three contestants will compete for points on each question, and they will vie for fame and glory of the Internet and all that fun stuff. Uh, And the first round, as always, is general trivia. So if you all are ready, general trivia, round one, question one. Uh, Buzz in say you know it. Raise your vocal hand, whatever it may be (laughs) when you have it. Uh yeah, we don't have buzzers, but uh question 1, which fictional character lived at 221B Baker Street? Pick me. Ooh, I think Mark got there. It was Sherlock Holmes. 221B Baker Street. Uh question number 2, which US president served the shortest time in office? Mark. Yeah, nice job. He's my
0: favorite.
1: 32 days. 32 days. He's my
0: favorite.
1: He's your favorite?
0: (laughs) He's my favorite. He gets asked all the time in trivia... And no one knows who William Henry Harrison is. So he's my, he's like my Kareem of trivia
1: answers. <laughs> By he's the, the way, one who's yeah.
0: always the answer.
1: <laughs> By the way, anytime we go to trivia, uh, any basketball question, it is almost guaranteed in the NBA to be Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who is the all-time leader in NBA uh, points scored. Uh, so, yeah, we now have... You know, the cream of different things. Like Indonesia is the cream of, you know, like eastern countries, like near near India that isn't India, it's always Indonesia. You know, the Maybe I'll have to fact check that. I have 32 written down here, but sure, sure. Yeah. All right. Question number three. If you're sending somebody a Shitoshi, What are you sending a fraction of that is named after its believed but unknown inventor, uh, Mark? It's Bitcoin. God damn it, Mark.
0: I've never heard that before.
2: Right, yeah. Like, Come on, man. (laughs) You know what, though? I I wouldn't
1: have known it. (laughs) Well, we will berate you over with questions later, but... You're doing quite well so far. Three for three. <laughs> uh, question number four. Who wrote the musical Oklahoma?
0: Oh, no, not this question. I hate this question. <laughs> no, I've gotten it wrong in every single trivia. <laughs> um,
1: wrote... I <laughs>
0: things I got wrong and things I still get wrong. Um, can I go? Yeah, Rachel. Is it um, hammer and whatever I forgot?
1: Hammer and whatever I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, y- y- Is
0: it close enough?
1: <laughs> All right. Well, I'm giving a half point to Rachel. It is Rodgers and Hammerstein. There we go. The iconic, basically the Kareem of musical writing. (laughs) uh, If it was
0: written between like 1930 and like probably 1990, it was probably them.
1: I think it was earlier than 1990.
0: If it was written between
1: 1930 and 1990. Right. Oh, that's a good guess, though. The, the film, I don't actually have the, the date of the, of the musical written, but the film was, was released in 1955. Um, but Rogers and Hammerstein wrote, I believe Cinderella was one of them as well as Oklahoma. Uh, a lot of classics of that era. So Rogers and Hammerstein, your Kareem for 18th or 19th and 20th century, whatever musicals. Uh, question number five, which of the seven Harry Potter books is the shortest? Oh, oh pick too- me. I'm going go with Rachel.
0: Sorcerer's Stone.
1: It is the Sorcerer's Stone. Nice. At, uh, 223 pages and 76,944 words.
0: I just I remember this because my sister really loved the books when we were little but mm-hmm. I wasn't super into them because you know two sisters close in age can't, can't be into the same things. Right. So I wasn't super into them and until the fourth book came out and I was like okay I want to read that and it was huge. And um, and then I went to put it back on the bookshelf, and I noticed how itty bitty the first one was. Mm-hmm. And I've always remembered how tiny it was compared to everything they are else.
1: almost exponential. To I I think the fifth book I think the fifth book is the largest. The order. Yeah. And then it gets they're still huge, but you know they get slightly smaller from there. But yeah, I think Sorcerer's Stone is my favorite mostly because what i love so much about it is the whimsy of it and as soon as it starts getting darker i it's not that i lose interest but i love like the chocolate frogs and the new world and all the fun stuff that comes with that
2: right i yeah yeah it's it's the origin story yeah and it, it definitely has like a a certain air of magic to it if you will
1: yeah Yeah, philosopher's stone. Right. Well, yeah. it's
2: it's a philosopher's stone in the UK, yeah. And they, well, they, 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 right, right. Kids wouldn't understand what the philosopher's stone was. Which I mean, in Britain, everybody knows that that's like you know, the, the alchemy stone and stuff like that. But um, yeah, in the US, they're like the yeah, kids are stupid there, so called the sorcerer's stone <laughs> and yeah. boy were they right <laughs> that's right
1: all right question number six final question of the round vietnam claimed independence from which country in 1945 pick me rachel france france whoa Is also, always France. If there's ever a country about independence, France is your cream of the colonizing countries. <laughs> Can this France
0: episode colonized or, a lot of East Asia.
2: Yeah. Can this episode be titled "Cream of the Crop"?
0: <laughs> Please do.
1: Cream <laughs> of the crop. Uh, we do. Episode one was uh, it's all about growing up. It's all about growing up. <laughs> All right, good job. The second round uh, was inspired by my recent trip to Florida, and it's all about not Florida but airports. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All about swamp gators. Uh, The theme is airports, uh, which may be a bit of a tough round, but we'll see. It was. Originally inspired by my desire to try to figure out what is the most left-behind item at TSA. Uh, (laughs) This is not an actual question, but... uh, while I found some decent answers, and I found a great tip, which is anytime you're bringing your laptop, put a little Post-it note with your name and your phone number and your address in the laptop. Hmm. Because... Yeah.
2: He rose the ranks <laughs> 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 oh
1: i thought it was alaska
2: <laughs> yeah i so used to do that
0: your w- license with my should have your address on it
2: yeah license and you can drop you yeah you can drop a driver's license into a mailbox and they will immediately mail it to the person as well as a tip you don't need a stamp or anything
1: back to the TSA thing I was really hoping to find some awesome answer and really it was like there's loose change and it's roughly this amount it's roughly like 10,000 to a you know some odd amount which is a lot like in major airports but mostly it's just loose change so Hmm. keep track of your stuff but we'll see how this goes this is going to be a tough round No, like what's left over, like what's left in the bins and stuff like that. Like, what's the most left behind items? So, like coats, uh, shoes. I don't know. Riddle me that one.
0: I guess, like, I always fear because I I only ever take a packed carry on, and for some reason, because I slam pack my carry on, of course, it always sets off security, and I always have to get it searched. And I imagine it could be somebody rushing for their plane, had to get their bag searched or open it up for a computer or something, takes something out, sets it down, and runs or something like that.
1: I'd like to believe somebody got all the way to, like, Kalamazoo before they realized they didn't have any shoes on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure it happened once. It has to be. All right. Question number one. In what U.S. state is the oldest commercial airport found. Ooh. Uh, And I'll give you a hint, as you'll probably see with a lot of airport stuff, it is uh, related to the Army and the military and all that jazz. Mark. Uh, It's not Virginia. Virginia. Good job. Virginia. Virginia. Can I try? Yeah, Rachel.
0: Is it Colorado?
1: It is not Colorado. I can't talk today. It is not Colorado. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> Could, um is it south carolina
1: uh it is not south carolina it is maryland it is oh. college park which if i remember right was one of the first commercial but prim- primarily military bases uh for aviation and it's college park uh and it still operates today in maryland wow so fun fact Uh, question number two, the iconic spirit of St. Louis famously flew from New York to which transatlantic destination? Pick me. Rachel.
0: It went to Paris.
1: It went to Paris. (laughs) I don't even know why right answers or right questions that have France as the answer because Rachel (laughs) always knows them. If they're France, (laughs) she knows them. Uh, spoiler alert. Question number three, the answer is not Paris. (laughs) which popular u.s airport was originally named idle wild airport after the beach golf course it took over in 1939 this is a very popular airport
2: do i have to know then like the name of the airport specifically or the city that it's in
1: uh i'll give you both or either uh is it miami Uh, It is not Miami, which originally took over Idlewild, or originally named Idlewild Airport after the beach golf course it took over in 1939. Uh, I'll give you a hint that, not really a hint, but the beach golf course uh, may throw you a little bit.
0: Is it um, JFK?
1: It is JFK. What? What? (laughs) <laughs> I don't know how you knew that
0: I was a guess I, I thought popular airports and I was nice. like it's gonna be LAX, JFK or you know maybe O'Hare yeah. I'm gonna take a pick and guess yeah. guess one
1: <laughs> yeah it took over and it actually changed names a lot of times uh, I don't have them all written down but I was as I was researching it took over basically a giant swath of land that was essentially like beach property because it's near you know, it kind of. It's it's near the 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 lake or whatever, or not the lake, but the golf that it's in. Um, and there was a golf course and everything. And it changed. It was Idlewild. Uh, it was I think one or two other things. And then it took the the JFK namesake, and uh, that's you know stuck ever since. So. Nice. Uh, this one, question number four is uh, everyone's going to I think write down an answer. And we'll take the closest two. Uh, so write down on your laptops or on a sheet of paper. And uh, we'll play by the honor system here. But how many countries have airports that cannot fly directly on a commercial flight to the U.S., the U.K., or to France? Oh my. And it is more than 20. And that's it. Let us know when to submit the answers. Uh, Whenever you guys have them. Okay. Uh, Everyone have stuff? You can either send it in or write it down. I I trust you guys. All right. Uh, Rachel, what do you got? Rachel?
0: Oh, sorry. Sorry. I set down my mic so I could write. Uh, 22.7.
1: 22.7 countries. Just closest in general. Uh, Stu? 47. Because it is 36. Damn. 36 commercial airports do not fly through the United States, the United Kingdom, or France. Uh, some of those include Nepal, Swaziland, Vatican City, Monaco, uh, and more. Hmm. So, fun fact. And more that I didn't want to write down. <laughs> uh, what question number five? What is the world's oldest airline, established in 1919, with its first flight taking place between Amsterdam and London on May 17th, 1920? Uh, it is not British Airways. I'm gonna get Rachel. Rachel.
0: Uh, Lufthansa. Uh,
1: not Lufthansa. Uh, it is. Still in flight today. You probably recognize it. You should definitely recognize it if you fly. Uh, between Amsterdam and London. But, yeah. I will say they have certainly expanded in scope since then. Are they in the U.S.? Um, not primarily. Okay. Oldest uh current airline
0: can i take a guess just again yeah go ahead is it air france
1: it's not air france all right it is klm it is did you know it's a tough one it is a huge international airline but not so much in america right (laughs) right i was thinking spirit (laughs) airlines or some shit (laughs) fair enough uh question number six What is the busiest airport in the world, based on average passenger travel a year, that recently overtook Atlanta's Hartsfield-Jackson Airport in 2014? The busiest airport in the world. Pick me. Rachel. Is it Heathrow? It's not Heathrow. It's a good guess, though. It is Chicago O'Hare. Wow overtook Atlanta, Atlanta, Atlanta which is a massive airport and is impossible to walk through <laughs> uh in 2014 so just i think purely based on traffic cuz i don't believe air uh chicago o'hare is the biggest airport by like volume or by no. like like land space or whatever um you know and o'hare is built w- weird because it's just like these very like sprung out terminals but just pure passenger travel a year yeah so question number seven uh the united states has thirteen thousand five hundred and thirteen airports which country has the second most airports with four thousand and ninety three uh not russia uh this is international it is not in the united states
2: me Stu. oh not in the united states like the all right yeah um i was gonna say canada
1: uh it's not in canada um
0: yeah can i say um china
1: it's not china uh uh yeah good it is brazil oh wow (laughs) i was about to say south america uh, but yeah, it is Brazil with four thousand and ninety-three airports. Wow. Yeah, it's it's tough to think about like how many people, you know, it's how many people are in the country versus you know somewhere like Russia. There's actually only a small amount of Russia that is you know condensed people-wise. Mm-hmm. China, I mean, I guess China the same, but even you know Brazil would be similar with how much rainforest population they have. But I wonder if the fact that so much of it is habitable but it's so wide, makes it a lot more regional airports or something like that. I don't, I don't know the effect of it. But yeah, Brazil. Uh, question number eight. Where on an airplane would you find the Ailerons? That is A-I-L-E-R-O-N-S. Where would you find the Ailerons? It's on the wings. Start. Did you know that? Or was it... Nice, okay. i like planes awesome so that is the end of round two i know you guys are glad to be done with that one
2: (laughs) i'm getting ready i'm just warming up that's all
1: uh (laughs) yeah (laughs) liver up all right this third round is before and after so i'm uh yeah in jeopardy as well also price is right and stuff like that but uh i'm going to give or sorry not price is right uh A Wheel of Fortune. It's late. It's been a long day, but we're still going. So I am going to give you uh, a plot summary, and you are going to give me the before and after. So basically, the last word or the last part of the, the first phrase is exactly the same as the first part of the last phrase. So there's two parts, join them together by the last syllable or word, and you have before and after. Uh, these will all have a fun theme, so there's a bonus, I'd say a bonus, you're gonna get these pretty quick. You guys, you guys will probably all figure out what the the general theme is and how they're blended together, but, you know, we'll say uh, bonus points for whoever figured it out. So, buzz in whenever you know it, and question number one is, a romantic comedy in which Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan inadvertently fall in love while using an email marketing automation service with this curious animal mascot. Some of these are a little long. They are all two pieces. You've got MailChimp. Oh, okay. Now I get how to play. (laughs) It took me a second. (laughs) Yep. You've got Mail, uh, the Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks movie, and MailChimp. The email marketing automation service with a curious animal mascot.
0: I've never heard of that service.
2: Ah, uh, it's a yeah, it's definitely a web thing.
1: It's you. I can promise, yeah, I can promise you've gotten many, many a spam mail uh, from them. Okay. They're an email service that you sign, like companies sign up for, and that's how they distribute their mail. Okay. Yeah.
2: Yep. Also, sponsorships are great. <laughs>
1: <laughs> was it, uh, it was the serial podcast that was like brought to you by Mel Kemp. Mel Kemp? <laughs> all right. Question number two in 80s Miami, a determined Cuban immigrant played by Al Pacino takes over a drug cartel by creating an event and spamming the invitation to every single one of his friends.
0: Oh, oh, oh.
1: In 80s Miami, a determined Cuban immigrant played by Al Pacino takes over a small or takes over a drug cartel by creating an event. A Scarface book.
2: Damn it. I knew knew that one, but I was like, yeah, I was like, is Scarface the right thing? It's got to be. Fuck.
1: (laughs) It has been a long day. You're right. It has been a long day. Tough to do this late at night, but here we go. Question number three. This is kind of a long one, so deep breath. After finding a dark book labeled as the property of his seemingly evil nemesis, this brave hero, with the help of his elder mentor, finds his rival's weakness by sharing overly filtered photos online. I'll give you a minute, and then I'll repeat it. After finding a dark book labeled as the property of his seemingly evil nemesis, this brave hero, with the help of his elder mentor, finds his rival's weakness by sharing overly filtered photos online. And if you haven't caught on to the clues already, thinking about the names and how they're divided should help. Right. Nothing.
2: I know what the second half is. I just can't figure out the first.
0: We should work together. I think I know the first half.
2: Do you really? I mean, the last I, half I think gotta, I do.
0: But gotta, I have no idea what the last <laughs> half is if it doesn't match.
2: <laughs> right. I mean, I think the last half would be Instagram.
0: That's my feeling. And I think the first half might be Karate Kid.
1: It is. It is, it is. That's not, the problem. It is not Karate Kid. Uh, yeah, Karate Kid doesn't have a book. Uh, this one, I will say, uh, blends together more on the final syllable than on the final word, but it's it's one and the same. But uh, it is a perfect match. So uh, I will give you a hint that uh, the it is part of a series. After finding a dark book labeled as the property of his seemingly evil nemesis, this brave hero, with the help of his elder mentor, finds his rival's weakness by sharing overly filtered photos online. I think you guys are going to kick yourselves. And I'm almost hesitant because it is a really good one. I don't want to just give it away. Yeah, I... Th- <laughs> Yeah, so I will say I will give a half point to Rachel and Stu because you both got the second half. Woo uh, I mean, It is I Instagram. Stu
0: got, Stu got the second half. I didn't have any idea that that point should go All right. completely to him. That's fair.
1: <laughs> well, on behalf of your great honesty and your valor and your bravery, I will give one point to Rachel. Yeah.
0: Woo hoo! <laughs> I, I don't need a point.
1: Which I hope was a hint in and of itself, but maybe not. I
2: don't
0: oh
1: know shit. What I wait, wait, alright, hang on,
2: you gotta give me a second. You gotta give me a second. Um
1: I literally just quoted I, I, no, to the no, best no, of my knowledge know exactly line what it for is. line. It's
2: Harry Potter and the half-flood Instagram.
1: <laughs> yes. I know.
2: <laughs> this that was ridiculous, Ryan. <laughs>
1: I'm so glad I didn't have to give <laughs> it out. Harry Potter and the Half-Blood prince gram. Oh, my God. So they find the dark book labeled as the property of the Half-Blood Prince. The seemingly evil nemesis, which would be uh, Mr. It's Snape. Severus Snape. This brave hero, with the help of his elder mentor, Mr. Dumbledore, finds the rival's weakness by sharing overly filtered photos online. Good job. I was proud of that one, and I'm glad it worked out. That was good. (laughs) I like that one a lot. I'll give full two points to Stu. Uh, Question number four. This one may be a hard one, but we'll see. A mentally unstable film developer working in a drugstore preys on a young family through the film he takes and manipulates for hours getting the layers and the cropping just right before exporting. Nice. Oh, one hour nice. Hour stop. A very underrated uh, Robin Williams movie, one hour photo in Photoshop. All right. Question number five. After being forced to live with his relatives upstate, he finds a lovely rental to stay in online. being forced to live with his relatives upstate. Nice. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> this is insane. <laughs>
1: nice job. It's all about combining finding the two where they divide and bringing them together. That one, that one I had ready to, to drop in some hints but I'm glad I didn't have to get to West Philadelphia. <laughs> All right. Question number six. A group of four astronauts gain superpowers after radiation exposure and must now use them to check in and overtake the mayor's I I already know. (laughs) From their arch rival. Still.
2: Fantastic four square. Nice. (laughs) Dude, I'm loving these. These are great.
0: These are really good.
1: I know you You don't? don't. Foursquare. Foursquare. Foursquare might as well not exist anymore. But back in my day, they used to check in for the mayorship. <laughs> nice. I wasn't sure if that one was gonna click or not, so I'm glad. Sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> as soon as he said check in, I was like, all right, I got it. Like,
1: <laughs> nice. All right. Question number seven. This animated garbage collector turns one man's trash into the next man's treasure by selling his findings on this online oh, marketplace. <laughs> Stu. Uh, I think it was Stu. All right, no, just Stu. I'm sorry, man. It's okay. Wall eBay. Nice.
0: Oh, that's really good.
1: <laughs> wall eBay. All right. I'm glad that one came up after last last uh last games with the yeah, Wall after... kerfuffle of 2018. <laughs>
2: Never forget.
1: (laughs) All right. Last question of the round. Question number eight. Uh, The star swimmer in high school begins to turn his life around before being seduced into cheating on his girlfriend by a psychotic stalker while searching for the latest movie releases on their phones. Swim Fandango. Nice job. (laughs) Not, yeah, not the greatest movie, but still fun. Swim Fandango. That was the... I think that might have been the first one as I was looking for ideas. I thought of Fandango and really wanted to make... uh, By the way, uh, clues or... do you guys figure out what what we're doing on every one of these? Not necessarily a clue connecting all (laughs) eight, just a clue as how they were structured.
2: I mean, something with, like, phones or, like, apps... (laughs) Yeah. Nope. Movies and movies and apps.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well. Yeah. Mostly like movies. There was one TV show in Fresh Prince, but yeah, movies and phone apps. Yeah. (laughs) Mailchimp, Facebook, Instagram, Photoshop, Airbnb, Foursquare, eBay, and Fandango. I like it. Websites, apps. Yeah. Thanks. Good job. Okay. So, round number four, the final round. This one's going to be a little crazy, but it is basically one singular, uh, basically a riddle. I'm going to have you write the names. I'm going to have you write words down the words that you're going to list. Each have a one-to-one correlation to them. And each of those one-to-one correlations in the group have a very clear and concise answer. So you're, Your job is to figure out the riddle with the nine clues I'm about to give you. Uh, And then I have some some clues that are trivia questions I'm gonna give you along the way. So if you are ready, write down the following words. Fast. Beauty. Home. War. King. Feast. Sky, Ocean, Dead. Those are your clues. Fast, Beauty, Home, War, King, Feast, Sky, Ocean, Dead. (laughs) (laughs) Or it's a
0: plot to a weird movie.
1: Feel free to talk amongst yourselves. Uh, I feel like this is probably one that's best serve together. Like I said, each of these words that you have, um, if you, it doesn't really matter if you wrote them in a line or down the, you know, down on top of each other, but each word has a one-to-one correlation to it. And each of those correlated words are a very clear grouping. And that's the answer you're trying to get to. (coughs) So the the goal is to figure out the one-to-one correlations between these words. Well,
2: like, War and King is, and Feast are very similar.
1: Right. Oh. Right. War is another word. Home is another word. Sky is another oh. word. Each word that you have in front of you on its own has a one-to-one correlation those correlated words so you'll have as many correlated words as you have ones that were given to you you have to take the correlation and that will give you a very clear you'll immediately know it uh, grouping and you have to figure out the group that's the riddle so I will give you your first clue Uh, this is more of a clue than a question some of these are questions and the answer will guide you along but this is more of a clue It is, back in the day, dead was just like before. Nowadays, dead is no more. And what you can do is take the word dead and just put a big X through it. Or put an X next to it. So back in the day, dead was just like before. Nowadays, dead is no more.
0: Hmm... Interesting.
1: Turkey, turkey.
0: Turkey, turkey. I have no idea.
1: X is not the answer, but it is a clue to further you along on the word dead. Clue number two. This is a question. What is the name of the famous Roman festival? Whose namesake whose namesake uh is its own god Oh God um, what is the name of the famous Roman festival whose namesake is of its own god
0: Well we have a lot of pagan festivals that we inherited Easter Valentine's Day mm-hmm
1: Um yeah, so this whole this whole round I think is best suited to uh collaboration. Okay. Also I'll tell you now the game is far out of reach, so (laughs) if you're you're trying to come home with victory, uh (laughs) so
2: can you repeat the hint for the the god of plenty or the god of bounty?
1: Yeah. So the question number two is what is the name of the famous Roman festival. Whose namesake is its own god, or whose namesake comes from the name of its god? Uh, you would not. Yeah, we don't celebrate this. It's more of a historical, famous festival. Wait.
0: So, can you give it a hint for what kind of Roman festival it was?
1: Uh, I. Believe it was a food-eating festival. <laughs> yeah,
2: it has to do with feast.
0: Yeah. Uh, I have no idea.
1: All right, we will continue down
2: and the I, line. And I know, I know that the fucking word associated with feast is like bounty, um, or plenty, or something.
1: That's.
0: I think that's a reasonable guess.
1: Question number three. <laughs> In Greek mythology, who were the two deities that mated and created the 12 Titans? Gaia
0: and her weird half son. Um, yeah, it's weird. I um, know one's Gaia.
1: You got Gaia. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. all right i told you this is gonna be a tough riddle this is gonna be a a work it will help you along the way and uh i will tell you that uh in this answer uh gaia will not help you much but the other name certainly would
0: i have the other name what is it i've been thinking it's uranus
1: it is uranus nice this guy and uranus who made it to create the 12 titans and like the 12 of something else and the 12 of something else i don't remember but it's
0: a lucky number
1: yeah question i i mean I... question number four uh back to dead or back to the dead so focus on the word dead yeah. Uh, again, for much of our lifetimes, dead was just yeah, like before, pl- but since August of 2006, dead was voted to be no more. Yeah, it's Pluto. It's, it's, it's whatever oh. this is, it's got to do with all the planets. Oh, it's, um, um,
0: is the class, is the class, um, the Roman gods?
2: Well, yeah, it's, it's, so like dead, Hades, Pluto. Yeah. Um, and then home, uh, Uranus, uh, or maybe not home would be uranus that would be uh, that would be that would be the like sky um mars is king war. is jupiter home would be earth um
0: home would be um whatever whoever Ju- jupiter's wife i can't remember her name
2: tara no tara uh, hell if i know i'm just guessing
1: let me give you the final clue uh, who is the Roman god of commerce, communication, and his role was to guide souls into the underworld? It is Mercury? That's, yeah.
0: So it's the Roman gods and the planets and heavenly bodies.
1: You got it. It it, it is it is planets. So you have fast for Mercury, beauty for Venus, home mm-hmm. for Earth. War for Mars, King for Jupiter, Feast, which the name of the famous Roman festival was Saturnalia. Oh. Sky, which is also uh, Uranus and Uranus and Gaia. Ocean for Neptune and dead for Pluto, which dead back in the day was just like before. And now dead is no more. Nice. I, I, like that. That I liked that. Planets skies. I liked that one a
2: lot. You that was tough. Did it. Do you have more of these?
1: Well, you gotta tune in next time. Oh. <laughs> Little teaser in the business. Great job, guys. Uh you know, you guys all did really great. So I'm gonna give you guys all two points. Cause you worked as a team and you got things done together, but
0: i think it's because mark just completely dominated the last (laughs) (laughs) round
1: well great job guys that's the end of this show uh you can follow along and tune in every week as you download things i got wrong on all of your favorite trivia all of your favorite trivia apps all of your favorite podcast apps where there is trivia aplenty Uh, You can also go to thingsigotwrong.com. And if you have trivia ideas or thoughts of your own, you can send them to gotwrong at gmail.com. And until next week, we will see you later. Bye.
2: Bye.